We're in the listening party and we're becoming mendable today. It's Raw Fusion. Welcome to the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Yeah. It's been a long time. I should have left you. Without a strong show to flip to Now think of how many weeks shows you slept through uh, Time's up, I'm about to bless you with another season Another reason to cut on the TV and start the cheesing To get up on the phone and go call your friends And let them know the King B's Raw Fusion begins to sit on back and enjoy yourself I'll be your company, baby If you need a little help, I took off for a while To revise the plan, got my focus on So I can check out the scam and open up my team Eliminate the fake And when got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back And it's better than you ever saw But enough talk Let's get raw A typical night at the club Let's get raw You don't want to fall in love Let's get raw You got the fusion in your blood Let's get raw And to my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw And to the haters on the scene Let's get raw Don't be mad cause we got green Let's get raw You should be trying to make the team Let's get raw Cause we taking everything Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? King B right here, and welcome to another episode of King B's Raw Fusion. And today, (laughs) I've got such a lovely and beautiful woman here with me today, and I'm ecstatic about it. (laughs) She's also a wonderful person, not only beautiful on the outside, but beautiful on the inside. And I met her in her group. It is the Mental Health Awareness House now because they changed it on Clubhouse. But you guys want to remember the name Mendable, okay? And we're going to talk about that in a second. But welcome to not only Raw Fusion, but the listening party. Why haven't I heard from you? No one listens to your shit. Listen. Please listen to me. I'm listening. Bye. We're doing it again. Yes. Sophia May, what's up, lovely? How are you? King B, I am, I'm good. I am good. Life is busy, but I am good. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful to be doing this with you right now. And I, you as well. <laughs> I love the way we met because you absolutely had no clue who the fuck I was. <laughs> and I had no clue who the fuck you were. <laughs> That's always the best kind of meeting, right? <laughs> Isn't it? And we we kind of gravitated towards each other, and you asked me to become a moderator in your house. Now. Well, let's 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 be honest. We gravitated because we kind of we had the same sort of passion and love for well being and and you know looking after ourselves and others, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's 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 make that clear. <laughs> It wasn't any yes. funny business. <laughs> but, um, I mean, listen to her. And she's beautiful in the physical form as well, but listen to her voice. It's lovely. Hmm. And that's one of the reasons why you're here as well with the listening party, because she has a lovely singing voice. This young lady is a writer, and she's a singer, and she's done some major, major things that we're going to talk about but why don't we let them get a chance to hear this voice of yours on the singing side? So we're going to check out this song called Everything right here. This is the listening party. It's Raw Fusion. Because you ask for nothing, I want to give you everything. 
everything. Sophia May, right here, the listening party, Raw Fusion. Sophia, so tell us about you and how you got started in the music industry and some of the things that you've done. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I started singing only I was kind of late on really. I was about 15 and I was forced into doing a singing competition by my sister. Um, and I did it and I won it and it kind of, my career kind of went from there and I just worked with different producers that are kind of local to me here in, in Bristol, in England. Um, and then I just decided I was going to have a baby. <laughs> so I had my baby, but in that time, whilst I was pregnant, I was sort of doing lots of writing and people were saying, Oh, do you fancy writing for this and that? And I said, yeah, do you know what? Let me just do it. And then three months after she was born, I had this phone call saying, your songs like charted in the billboard in the state. And I was like, first of all, like, <laughs> really? but obviously it was the case. <laughs> and um, by the time she was six months old, my song had hit number one in the billboard. You know, just a song that I happened to write with a friend of mine, Chris DeCicio, who's also known as Bellatrax. And, uh, and yeah, the song had hit number one. So I started to kind of travel back and forth to America to do shows, um, did some fantastic shows actually and, and realized that actually I enjoy writing. So I continued to write and wrote two more hits and then decided to write for other artists as well, which is where I got the opportunity to write for some great artists, Gloria Gaynor, 50 Cent's artist, Leah Sunshine. Yeah. So I've just kind of gone with the flow really, you know, King, but I think that's where, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the, the story of how it led to what I do now anyway later on i'm sure in the interview but that's kind of that's kind of me really yeah most definitely mm-hmm. and we have conversations here we don't really do interviews yeah although we call it an interview it's more of a conversation you cannot call it an interview with that voice king <laughs> <laughs> you have an interviewer's voice <laughs> <laughs> i've been doing this a little a couple of minutes so uh-huh. <laughs> but Here's the thing. The wonderful part about it is, is that we know that, of course, we just played uh, everything, which is more of a house dance track. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm in Chicago, the home, the originator, the birthplace of house music. <laughs> so I can see why you would chart over here. Although, unfortunately, with a lot of our American art forms, such as house music, jazz, uh, hip hop is still on the charts. But, yeah. Um, the crazy part about it is, is that we don't appreciate house music as much anymore yes. as we should. Yeah. And we don't appreciate jazz music, which is another American art form as much as we should, but you guys do, which is interesting over there. Yeah. It, it is very European now, but I remember when I was traveling out there and I was doing shows, it was kind of at a time 2007 so it was at a time where house music had been pretty big in America and then it had gone away and then it had come back again and I kind of hit that market and I think because I was singing a kind of R&B flavor over the house music it it worked but now again it's kind of dying out I think a bit more over there and it's more so in in Europe really. Yeah it is it's a lot of our artists that ended up having to go over there Mm -hmm. even when you go back to like the Jimi Hendrix days, a lot of our artists end up finding more success over there in England, across the pond, as they say, than over here, which is very interesting. Yeah. Americans are kind of kind of weird. That Talking way. of singers, I don't know if you can hear my daughter in the background, but she's clearly trying to sing downstairs very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear her right now. Hitting those Mariah notes down there. 
<laughs> I know we have another star on our hands. Yeah, over there, so, uh, another one. That's lovely. That's lovely. <laughs> All right. We're going to come back after this break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Mendable. And of course, we've got a couple of more tracks from this beautiful artist, Sophia May, right here on Raw Fusion. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I am alone as I stand to my feet. My heart pumps not once but twice within the same beat. Ah, this happened like a variety of partners. I'm not about to go to some funky club to get on some funky dance floor to dance with some funky man. I never used to think about it. Is- Give me one good reason why we shouldn't enjoy each other's actually. The Corona friendship? I don't think so. It, it doesn't feel right. Eric, I know what you do with these women. That has nothing to do with it. That has everything to do with this. have been drawn. The question is, in the end, should I or should I not get intimate with my close friend? I'm gonna shave you. I already had a shave. Now where I'm gonna shave? Oh, no. Watch King B's Intimate Friends streaming now for free on Tubi. Outside of the U.S., then watch King B's Intimate Friends for free on Plex. Hey, it's King B. And if you want to find an easy way to keep up with me, you can go to my website, kingbworldwide.com. That's king, the letter B, worldwide.com. There you can find links to my books, the movies, the podcast, and so much more. That's kingbworldwide.com. See you there. Raw Fusion. We're back. It's Raw Fusion. We are in the listening party with Sophia May. Now, the next song, is really nice. I actually like it. It's kind of, uh, to me, it puts me in the Taylor Swift type of, it's almost a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. No, it's a little bit uh, R&B, uh, kind of popish. Mm. There's some kind of Caribbean influence in there. Yeah. And of course, your father is from the Caribbean. I know that. The audience doesn't, but I know that because I'm in the Mendable Room. Shout out to Amos, yes. your father. Really cool guy, really cool guy. And we're going to talk about the Mendable House on Clubhouse as well. Is where we actually met. But he's in there, and, he's, and you guys together are hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's very funny. So we're going to check out this track right here in the listening party. It is Unconditional Love right here, Sophia May. Let's go. I gave you everything everything I thought you needed but then you took my heart and you tore it apart so don't ask me for nothing don't want to hear your sad song cause you don't know what you've got until it's gone I know I gave my all till I could take no more and I can tell you now you don't Deserve my love. No, nothing at all. No unconditional love. 
unconditional love, Sophia May, right here, Raw Fusion. So with that song, was it came that song came at a time when I was going through my divorce at the time and I had kind of lost the passion for music around around that period. And then I had a guy reach out to me from Jamaica, which is where my dad's from. And he said he was a producer and he sent me some music. And one thing about me, I'm never precious about who I work with. It always depends on the feeling of a track that I hear. So you could be you know, mm-hmm. the biggest artist out there. It wouldn't matter if I don't feel the track, I'm not going to be able to write to it. So there's no point. I kind of never put that pressure on myself. So when he'd sent me the track and I listened, I was like, I just felt it. And I literally wrote the song in about 10 minutes. And it just meant a lot to me because not only was it me doing something that I had passion for and it brought back the passion, but it was also with the influence from, you know, from Jamaica where my dad is from. So that was and also a very difficult and particularly difficult time in my life where I was able to express that. Dick. So, yeah, that's the story behind that one. And I thought that might be a bit interesting for you. Well, I, for one, am glad you regained your passion for doing music and Shout out to everyone in Jamaica. What the guan? <laughs> Everything's Irie to sight. No? Okay. We'll be right back with more Raw Fusion after this. Hey, everybody. It's King B, and I want to tell you about a truly exclusive experience. My cannabis provider, April Flowers Shitiva, holds an event called Brunch and Blow. There you can have brunch. I'm talking about waffles, turkey sausage, eggs, hash browns, and more. You can choose whether you want it regular or infused. Also, you're able to sample up to eight different strands. You can take an interactive tour of the grow facility. Want more? Well, you'll be able to try or buy infused products such as peach cobbler, banana pudding, rice krispies, and lemonades. Contact April Flowers Shytiva on Facebook and Instagram at April underscore flowers underscore Shytiva, C-H-I-T-I-V-A. Check them out on Groupon or to RSVP or scheduling, call 773-456-3860. That's 773-458-3860. Raw Fusion. We're back with Sophia May from Across the Pond. Did you hear that accent? It's ridiculous, but it's crazy. I love it. I love it. I can listen to it all day, but I don't hear it when you sing. You sound American when you sing. What, what's the deal with that? Yeah, everybody says that. I, I guess that's just because from a young age, music uh, it has been influenced by more American artists, perhaps. It's probably that because I don't really know. It just feels natural to sing like that. So it's probably where that's come from. It's like when I listen to Adele, I can hear it some. Brittles. For you, I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, I can hear a little bit in like Adele. And I mean, that's just the British artist that comes to mind. But for you, I don't hear it as much. You really, if I listen to you, I would think you are from like, uh, um, I don't know, somewhere over here. But, you know, it could be, it, it could be as well because... You know, I've spent a lot of my music career as well in America. So I've spent a lot of time in America. Not that I've, because I don't have an American accent, obviously, and I never have, but I lived in New York for a year and I was writing for people and writing myself there. And I guess you kind of pick these things up. But yeah, I know I, I, people do say that. It's probably more so the influences. Yeah. You know what? Ella May 
is that way as well. Mm. Until she started singing, talking at the end of that one song, I forgot the name of the song, but it was like her first hit. I thought she was American, and then she started talking. I'm like, what? The- <laughs> but then I was different with Adele. Like Adele, you know, this beautiful voice comes out, and then she's got this real kind of Essex type voice. You know that that quite common voice here. And there's two other actors too that that do a hell of a good job. With yeah, yeah. I I didn't think Idris. Yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to be honest, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> When I heard him uh, in an interview, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> him and then the, the guy who played in the uh, the Fred Hampton movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, okay. Uh, him. There's, loads of, there's lots of British actors that, that go out and do well in Hollywood, for sure. But they're often doing American accents. And then some of them are absolutely terrible. <laughs> It's like when Americans when Americans try and do the Jamaican accent, it's hilarious. Really, really wrong. <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, Jamaicans don't speak English. That's why uh, <laughs> that patois. Yeah, they just make up shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling Dad. I'm telling Dad. I'm telling him. Uh, well, you can tell. Him. I'm sorry, but they they just make up shit. <laughs> I because I, I've had I've had people in my in the raw fusion club I've had several and I I gave them shit I give people shit all the time I love it it's fun but it's all in love well you know I'm with you I'm with you on that I know right because <laughs> she's always we we even commented last week we had Pap Star on the show who I met in your I club, love and uh, he's a good guy and we were commenting on the fact that you just put people on the spot all the damn time and I just you know, that's just some shit you do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also how I heard his music and and invited him on the show. But it's funny because I I've had several people. One of my favorite films is Shutters. Oh God, yeah, making thing. Shutters. Yeah, yeah. Shutters. Shutters. Listen to yourself. I need to work on my accent because. If y'all gonna come over here taking all our damn jobs, then as American actors, then we need to go over there and take some of y'all. I'm just saying, I'm I'm gonna work on it. I'm just saying. And then Luther was pretty good. I watched that. That's over there. I'm going over to the BBC, and I'm gonna have an accent, and no one's gonna know. I swear yeah, do let me hear. Um, let me hear your best British accent, please. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't fancy that. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, I, I, I didn't fancy. I didn't fancy. Um, <laughs> and then some of the slag is hilarious. Like Bob's your uncle. Where Bob's, the fuck is that Bob's your uncle. I mean, yeah. you know, we've got some great terms. Uh, have you know? You not all get it in the mendable room. Like you guys get my sense of humor, and I don't know if that's because I spent a lot of time in America. Because I know people that will say Americans don't have a sense of humor. I'm like, they've got the greatest sense of humor, but it's dry like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are you guys are kind of kind of harsh with it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Oh, no, 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 I'm kind of harsh with it. No, 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 no. Let's be real. Uh, if you tell somebody in in, in Chicago to fuck off. You might have a fight on your hands, but for you guys, it's just you know, it's just like saying, "Okay, goodbye." Day to day language. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is a fuck off now, and it's like off you go. 
Off you go. Who the fuck are you talking to? Like here. I have a friend who finishes calls with me by saying, right, I'm bored of you now. (laughs) 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 And I go, oh, okay then. Bye. (laughs) See, that would start a fight in Chicago. I don't know about anybody else, but anywhere else. He says, I'm bored of you now. And I say, okay, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) See, see what I'm saying? But that fits in with New York. But see, you if you had a New York accent, yo, what, yo, let me tell you, yo, you know, and fuck off. You know what I mean, son? You know, son? <laughs> that sounded like like the New York accent. Yeah, if you, you said you spent time in New York. If you if you picked up any of that, that's what you would sound like. You know what I mean? And I got a lot of friends in New York, so shout out to New York. And you guys yeah, listen, so I appreciate you guys. But I got I to gotta talk some shit. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> That's what That's what, this is what you do. <laughs> Brilliant. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we 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 call it playing the dozens, roasting people. Uh, we do that shit all the time. It's like some shit we do as a pastime when you're on the stoop. So uh, on the yeah. stoop. On the stoop. The stoop. Yeah, that's what, that's like yeah. on the like on the porch. Yeah. On, the, on the step. On the porch. No. Yeah. See, we have to translate, even though it's English. See? It's crazy. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing: the mendable app. And I, I just want to call it the mendable group. Yes. Uh, I, 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 that's always what I wanted to say, but it's really the mental health awareness house. It's the mendable family. It's, yeah. It's the mendable app. What were you thinking when you want to create this group? Well, over two years ago, I just, it was during the pandemic. It was kind of the sort of tail end of it, really. People were just suffering. And I'm, you know, I'm, by profession, I'm a qualified mental health nurse as well. And people were suffering. People didn't have people to to communicate with and to be able to kind of voice how they were feeling or what they were going through or share their stories. And at the, at the start, it was very much about kind of the men and uh, men being able to do that because it always is feels harder for men to be able to do that and really kind of know how to support each other when somebody shares something. So it started as the men's group twice a week. Um, I was, I was, taken to clubhouse through music i was asked to come in it was when you had to have an invite to get on the app and i was invited in to, to do some music groups um and that's where i met pat pat star my pat star my right hand man <laughs> and he um he was in the music rooms with me and i sort of said to him i just i don't really feel fulfilled like i feel like this is not what i'm supposed to be doing i feel like i you know i should be using my success with music or popularity with that as a way of doing good and giving back. So he agreed to help me start the, the, the mental health space. And Jody, um, Jody Bloom, who is also another artist, funnily enough, but I, I didn't know him from anyone. Um, all I knew was that this person had the mental health awareness club. And at the time you couldn't just create your own club. Um, and people were having to buy clubs from people, you know, people were actually taking people's money to have their club. Um, and I went to Jody and I said to him, you know, this is what I want to do. Would you be happy for like to discuss me doing it? And he said, you know, I don't want any money from you. I just would like to be involved in what you're doing. And obviously the connection with me and him with the music and with Pat too. And I just thought this, this, this young guy is just a blessing because he's so, you know, he's young, early twenties. Um, and so thoughtful, you know, so we, so we got involved with it and, and we've built it from, you know, nothing with the help of you guys to almost 30,000 members, you know, it's incredible, really yeah. incredible. 
but it's just a, a, a space where people can really just be free and feel free and let some things off and feel loved and supported and part of a part of a community you know so yeah that and then the app came from speaking with somebody that was in the the coming into the room who is you know him and his brother are just incredible the roach family <laughs> they've got the two brothers and the two sons are all involved in this. One's a, an inventor, an engineer, and the other is, you know, does the system programming stuff. Um, and they're building the app in, in the background. There's lots of apps out there for mental health king. There's lots of stuff out there, but we want something that we know really works. Um, and with the help of Dan, who is just, oh, it, he's just, they're insanely intelligent. It's just, it's crazy, but he, you know, he's, developed a way to read your um through your vagus nerve through the camera on your phone and actually see where people's sort of anxiety levels are to begin with we can actually put things in place in real time to help help manage that so we're really we're really going to help people really help people and they'll be able to evaluate that as they go and i won't give away too too much of it but yeah, it's, it's quite incredible, the, the Mendable Island that we're building that you can actually see on the website. And I'll just plug the website there if that's okay. <laughs> www.mendable.app. You can have a, have a bit more of a read on the technology and, and, and what's being created there. But I'm, I'm, I, my idea was that this whole Mendable project was going to be a movement, something where we're helping on so many different levels. You know, if you can't afford an app, which you totally understand, you can come to the groups. We eventually want to have mendable hubs around the world that people can go in person and just try and be able to reach all the demographics. Do you know what I mean? Not just stick to one thing, but actually do the work everywhere. And that's what we're doing. And like I said, what you guys do in that room is just, I don't even know how to say it. People need to come and hear it to get it. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Men speaking, mm-hmm. it is sometimes difficult. Yes. And and I'm and for a woman to recognize that and want to make men's mental health a focal point, at least in the beginning. Of course on Thursdays mm-hmm. we open the floor up to and, and even on Mondays when all the men have spoken, but on Thursdays especially we we kind of start out with women and then open the floor up uh, for everyone yes. to be able to to speak. Yes. What made you want to put a focal point on men's mental health in this time where it's kind of now people are starting to open up before mm-hmm. historically men just felt like they should, you know, be strong, silent type. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, you know, when I was sort of finishing my degree, I was going through my divorce um, and I had gotten and the truth is I got into a relationship with um, someone that I cared very very much for um, and he was unwell and we talked a lot and we talked on a really deep level and we had a lot of um, a lot of conversations that I think were probably life-changing for both of us um, I've got nothing bad to say about him um, other than you know I hope one day he he gets well and I know that talking is what was helping him at the time. But I also know, and he was very open about how difficult it was for him to talk through feelings of shame, through feelings of not feeling manly, lots of things like that. And I guess just through my kind of heartache as well. And when I think about the men in my family and stuff, what can I do that's positive out like that can come from that? Let me help. 
I seem to be the sort of person that people feel they can talk to or talk in front of. And I feel like that's sort of become apparent in that in that room. And then when one person speaks, <laughs> it opens the door for another, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, and, and that is the thing that people's personal experiences can spark something that's great that helps other people. Yes. Of course, what drew me to the room was it was talking about mental health and I'm doing the mental movie. Yes. And I, I mean, I've been very open. I, I, I went through my own after losing someone very close to me. I went through my own two year depression yeah. and, and didn't even know I was in one. And mm-hmm. so it was like, you know, OK, this is normal grief. And mm-hmm. then it slipped into something more insidious yeah. when I was kind of wishing not to be yeah. here. I wasn't suicidal at any moment, but I kind of just hoped I wouldn't wake up. And being an entertainer, we're trained to when people come up to you, doesn't matter what kind of day you're having, whatever, you're supposed to greet them in a certain fashion. So (laughs) I lived in that in in that type of world where no one really knew what internally I was going through. Yes. Because I just I just reverted back to that a training of, you know, when I'm talking to people. It's just the whole King B thing. You know what I mean? That's why I call it the King B thing. Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of turn it on as soon as someone comes up to you and starts speaking to you. And you know that they're, a, I call them a friend, but most people call them fans. Uh, I kind of got a big uh, flipped over, which I do because I'm an artist. You know, sometimes you have people that call yourself your friend but don't support you. They're not your friend. They're your fans. The fans are your friends because they're actually supporting what you do. But I digress. Um, but yeah, when when someone comes up to you like that, it's a, it's kind of a switch for me at least. It flips on, and, and I have this personality that that, that works. And, and I find I found myself living in that when I'm around. I was around anyone else, but no one really knew what I was going through. And of course, that whole man thing that you know, okay. You know, suck it up and, and keep moving and and just put on a happy face. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I probably needed to be talking to somebody. And I found my way out of it and I found some kind of resolution and peace to it. And I don't even know if I'm still 100 yeah. percent or that I'll ever be. But, you know, because I have my days. Huh? Right. But at the same time, it's groups like that. It's important to allow people Men especially, but women as well who are going through some things, that, uh, an opportunity to relieve. Yeah. And I tell people, just imagine, yeah. just imagine if you, like in the physical form, mm. walk around and you never took a shit. Yeah. You know how toxic your body would be. Well, mental, the mental aspect of it is the same yeah. thing. If you're walking around with all of this shit in your head and you have no outlet for yeah. it, then you're going to become a very toxic person. No, it's so true. And I, and I think that the, the the great thing about what we have all created is because the, there's an opportunity to, we're not ready to speak, which is completely, you know, the place where some people are at. They have the opportunity to listen. And sometimes you can listen to shares that actually resonate with you. And that can be just as important. The fact that you can write in the chat if you're not, able to say the words you might be able to write the words there's lots of different options of being able to you know you can reach out to people outside of them that's what I love about that space but I totally hear you King because as an artist myself I have well 
you already know the day I've had. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> yeah. But I will come in and yeah. I will laugh and I will smile and I will, I will be the person that people need me to be at that time. And, you know, sometimes it's even hard when running the mendable space when I've got things going on myself. But I'm very good at doing that. I've had to do that my whole career. Can't go, can't go to a performance and, and just cry on stage. Do you know what I mean? It, it yeah, doesn't, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work. So, you know, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And, and often it's even harder for, for people in our position for that reason, because actually what, what we're doing is masking what's really going on for us and, and prolonged periods of doing that is not healthy for anybody. And that's the reason why a lot of artists are on drugs or have been historically on yeah. drugs and some people kill themselves and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's, it, what comes to mind is like Robin Williams and people, he's, he spent years making people laugh and yeah. and then offs himself and people are like, what? Mm. Because we're not really, we're, we're so enamored with the personality that people create, yeah. you know, instead of the person. Yeah, great. But that's what I love about all you lot, because you all check in. We all check in on each other outside of this. I'm very aware of those that are leading that room and that we all have our own, you know how it goes, King. There's always a check-in if we haven't heard from somebody for a while or whatever, you know, because we just, we have to be aware of that, don't we? Because we're aware of it for ourselves. And I will say Sophia did that with me when I was, I took a break. Sometimes Clubhouse can be a lot. Plus, I got a lot going on, new projects, a bunch of different things, getting old. I'm just now releasing uh, Roost the sequel. This is my fifth movie that I've already done and now it's time for me to get back behind the camera and do some more stuff. So I've been super busy, but Sophia actually reached out to me. So that's a that's a wonderful thing. And I was like, I'm okay. I'm good. And I was. I wasn't fronting. I was just super hella busy. So, yeah. So it's all good. I want to get into this song. It's like the theme song. Kind of like a world premiere outside of Clubhouse. And if you come to the Mendable Space, the mental health awareness space. You will hear this song to begin and you'll hear this song to end. It's a wonderful tune. And uh, it's also produced by another one of our members, Jahan Spivey. What's up, Jahan? And of course, it's featuring the lovely voice of Sophia May. Right here, it's Mendable. Welcome. Thank you. 
commendable and Sophia May into our fusion. There's a couple more questions I want to ask you, but we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back after this. This is King B's Raw Fusion. Behind many smiles lie a troubling truth. So many people are suffering alone simply because they are too afraid of the stigma associated with mental illness. The road to mental health has no color. It has no age or gender. It's time we take the bull by the horns. It's time we remove the stigma and embrace acceptance to release people from their private prisons and give them the help that they need. It could be your relative, your friend, your loved one. It could be you and you don't even know it. It's time to help those in need, but help starts with you. With an acclaimed broadcast television and independent filmmaker at the helm, we are creating a documentary. This documentary will identify the signs, explore the possibilities, help remove the stigma, and clear the path to mental health. By donating, you will help us help others. From $1 to $1,000, no donation is too small. Let's band together to fight this secret enemy that affects us all. Please donate today. You can donate now at GoFundMe.com slash MentalTheMovie. What's up, everybody? It's King B. And I want to tell you about my website, KingBWorldwide.com. That's King, the letter B, Worldwide.com. There you can find all sorts of stuff, including links to my book, the movies, and even the podcast there as well. It's KingBWorldwide.com. See you there. Raw Fusion. Shane B's Raw Fusion listening party. We're here with Sophia May. What's in the future for you? I mean, are, are we are we just we doing mendable? Are we just only about mental health? Because I think that one of the things, and then of course I've had several different, um, and I'm working on it right now, just so you know. Um, well, I've had several different mental health professionals who's working with me on the on the movie, and then with that's been working with me in my club, Club Raw Fusion, which is now House House of Raw Fusion. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, (laughs) but they've been working with me and one of the things which is a real thing is music therapy and a lot of people use that Mm -hmm. even in therapy or as a way to help cope or calm themselves so are we going to get more music from Sophia May so we can help our mental health (laughs) well do you know what it's funny because um (laughs) <laughs> I did a little like um, project around music therapy and it's really like, although music is therapy, it's not quite the same thing. Music therapy is like a specific thing with like specific professionals that are that are doing it on the basis of like creating music and stuff. You have to be, I'd have to do a qualification to be a music therapist. But when it comes to just the idea of music being like therapy, yes, of course you'll hear more from me. <laughs> I'm sure I will continue to do bits. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I will never stop because every time I say I'm going to stop, something comes out and does well and I carry on. Do you know what I mean? So for as long as I can sing and I'm enjoying it, because I always say to people with music, you know, if, you, if you're enjoying it, keep doing it. If you're not enjoying it, why are you doing it? So 
as long as it doesn't feel like a job to me, I'm mm. I'm, I'm good because you know that my 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 true passions are also elsewhere and including being a mum again. So yeah, short short answer is yes. You will hear yeah. from me. <laughs> beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, it has to work for you. It has to work for you. I started out in the music industry myself. That's what actually got me in the film. And now my music is my music outlet is in my films. I do like 60% of the music that go into my films. So that's where I get it. I, I have no aspiration to be a yeah. recording artist, like, you know, the, yeah. the traditional way. But it's all about enjoying what you do. Yeah, it is. If you don't enjoy it, then I think it, I think people pick up on that. Well, my goodness, life is hard enough, isn't it? Like, you need to yeah. be doing stuff that you enjoy. That's quality of God, life, it. isn't it? Most definitely is. Mm. And I have enjoyed having you mm. on my show. <laughs> I've enjoyed being on it. Thank you for inviting Most me. Most definitely. All right, y'all, we're going to get out of here, Cece. Trying to put me to work. I have. Uh, the, so I'm going to rest and look after my well-being, the, okay? Thanks, the, King. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm going to be getting to work, Mental Health Awareness Club. But definitely check out www.mendable.app. Check it out and become a part of the movement. And also all of my all of my socials um, are linked to it as well, which is uh, at Sophia May Music. So. And come and check out some more of my music if you'd like to do. Definitely check out her music. I appreciate you, Sophia. I appreciate you. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B's Raw Fusion Podcast. Brought to you by King B's Hate Love. Now streaming for free on Tubi. You know, mental health is not just a theme that I'm rolling with. The reason why I'm doing the movie mental is because of my own struggles at one point with mental health and sometimes it's going through things in life that propels us especially as artists to want to help other people yes i'm going to do other types of projects yes my plan is to do other movies and tv shows and things of that nature but i figure sometimes you just got to stop thinking about all the glitz and the glamour and get down to the real brass tacks of life itself and if you are an artist and you do have some notoriety and you're able to help other people even people that you don't know maybe going through some things at some time that can heal and become mendable then I think you should do so I'm King B and this is Raw Fusion Raw Fusion